I'm Ashley, and I watch reality TV. Hi, I'm Megan, and I don't. And welcome to For Reality, though. How are you, Megan? Oh, lovely as always. How about yourself? I'm great. So just a quick reminder, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at For Reality, though, T-H-O. And you can like and subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. So pretty much literally anywhere. Essentially. And please, please, please give us a five-star review and written review, and we will give you a shout-out on our next podcast because we would really appreciate it, and it helps people find us. So before we get into today's topic... Let's welcome back Ari. Hi, I'm here again. Yes. So today we are going to talk about The Bachelor and Pete's final two and Fantasy Suite Week. Woot. So, <laughs> Such excitement from you. So, Megan, do you remember anything from last Bachelor episode we did? I remember that there were some people and then some stuff happened and then there were less people and... Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. So we are going to pick up where we left off. So from the final four, he eliminated Kelsey. Um, she's gone forever. Poor baby. So Pete, give me one one word highlight or or five words. You get five words to remind me who Kelsey is. Hot mess, champagne gate, blonde. Thanks. Sploosh. Hot <laughs> mess, champagne gate, blonde. Yeah, hey, that was five. Yes. That was impressive. Yes. I didn't think you could do it. <laughs> so, yeah. And I, under, I, know how, I know exactly what that is based on those five words. The gif. The gif says it all. So, he tells all the women they are going to go to Australia for Fantasy Suite Week. So... And this is obviously recorded way before the fires. Yes. Well, eh, we don't know that. Not really. This was about November. No. So, they're on the Gold Coast, though. Mm. So that was not affected like the rest of Australia. Gotcha. Um, so before they all leave for the night, Madison... Can I just steal you for a second? Yes. <laughs> so she pulls Peter away and the other two girls are like, ooh, what's that about? So what we all know as the audience is that Madison is very religious and she is saving herself for marriage. And Pete does not know that. And from the conversation that they have, he still doesn't know that. Oh, Madison, oh dear. oh dear, she talks around it so, so well, so poorly at the same time. She's basically like, um, so I'd really appreciate it if you didn't sleep with the other woman. It'd be, mean a lot, lot to me. Um, she doesn't say why. She says, quote, it would be really hard for me to move forward if you sleep with someone. Which I get, but also... That's the whole point of this show. Kind of. But also, you're talking to four times in a windmill, Pete. <laughs> yeah. Like, this guy's known for fucking in a windmill. Yeah. Four times. Four times. <laughs> yeah. So, also, this whole conversation, there's a lot of awkward pauses. She doesn't tell him that she's a virgin or she's saving herself. She basically doesn't tell him that it's an ultimatum, but later in the episode builds it up to be an ultimatum. But she won't admit that it's an ultimatum either. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, talking around the issue, and I feel like with Pete and any guy, you basically have to tell them directly yeah. what you want. Mm -hmm. 
And it feels like also because she's very young, she's not used to like saying what exactly what she wants from guys. Which is almost honestly all these girls. Yeah. So they have this conversation. I think Pete kind of leaves confused. And I think she feels like she got everything she needed to say out, but she doesn't. I feel like horny and confused is Pete's natural state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he... You know, have you ever seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yes. You know, when he's writing his vampire musical, and they're like, Peter, you suck. Mm-hmm. Peter, you suck. That's how I feel about Pete. <laughs> okay. So they go to the Gold Coast, and it's fantasy sweet week, and usually... In this week, all the women are separated into different places. Now they are all staying in the same suite in Australia. This is a huge break from format. Like, they have never done this before. And so Chris Harrison has said that the reason that they did this is because they were trying to force Pete to do so- make a decision and trying to force Maddie to say what she needed to say. I definitely see it on the Maddie side because they left her to be last on purpose. You know? Yes, it was the emotional torture gambit. Yeah, which definitely worked, and it was hilarious to watch. Sorry to Madison. Um, not sorry. Okay. So they all, all the women meet up in the suite, and they're like, oh, we're all gonna be here together. Yay! (laughs) Very quiet, very awkward. Pete comes in with a terrible Australian accent. Mm. Ugh. so the first one to go on a fantasy suite, one-on-one okay, date. Okay, so maybe what what is fantasy suite? What I'll let Ari go. Ari literally this. just jumped up and down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have I started watching The Bachelor a while ago. I took a long break, but now I'm back. Um, so fantasy suites are this magical time where the <laughs> you laugh, but it is magical on The Bachelor. Um, where the lead has the choice to offer a card or a key to each of his dates and say, we're going to spend the night together away from the cameras, away from all the producers. This is the first chance they get to really like spend like multiple hours together uninterrupted. And you can use this time for whatever you want. You can talk all night. You can sl- like literally go to bed um, or, you or, can bang. You, or you can fuck. You can fuck like rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> and some people choose to do that. Some people do not. But it's it's open ended what you do in there. And the Bachelor isn't always explicit about what actually happens in the fantasy suite. So like sometimes they'll be like, oh, we'll come. Like the cameras will come in in the morning, and they're like cooking eggs or something, and it's like cute little morning after, and they're being all touchy and coy. But they never like really say we slept together or they don't confirm it. And like some of them do and some of them don't. But it's like really been a trend, at least um, in the last couple of seasons, especially Hannah Brown's season last year, where it was very explicit who she slept with and who she didn't. And so that is transferred, honestly, to this year because of uh, Peter's experience with Hannah Brown. She, uh, She was very, like, she told everyone that they slept together and how much they slept together. So that's the reputation that Pete came into the season with. So, side note, when I first started watching this show, I watched the first four original seasons of The Bachelor. So I was in, like, sixth grade when this show started. 
And I remember Fantasy Suite date time and me being like a 12 year old didn't fully get it <laughs> and I was like oh man look at these people making out in a hot tub that's cool wonder what, like that's why do they need a special spot to do that I oh was always God. like oh <laughs> fantasy suite is when you get the nice room of course you should take it yes so Hannah Ann's the first one okay to remind do you remember who she is uh five words model 23 sonic doe-eyed that was not as good as the last okay. one. <laughs> okay. She's kind of a generic person. Okay, model, Sonic, not a champagne stealer. Yes. yes. That. I'm there now. Yes. Okay, so they go jet skiing. They make out on the jet skis. They stop. And Hannah says something I think was definitely... So they're talking about, you know, how fun they're... How much fun they're having. You know, they're very touchy-feely and then Hannah goes on to say some very choice words that I think were meant to remind Peter of how how loyal she is going to be to him like how like she's like all right just tell me what this woman said so (laughs) she basically said like I want I'm always going to be loyal for you. I'm always going to be here for you. You don't need to worry about my intentions. Like, I'll always be there for you. And I think the reason she said this was because she knows what's going on in the house, obviously. He knows that he's had some issues with Victoria F. And how she's been very non-communicative with him and how she always runs away. She knows that there's some issues with Madison. And she just wants to remind him, hey... I'm up for whatever. And throughout So the- when, when you say up for whatever, are you saying she's willing to bang? Yes. Okay. Well, also, bang. she is willing... She's okay with him banging all the other girls. Yes. Got it. Yes. Okay. Like, she's like, you can go sleep with everyone that you want, as long as you choose me. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. I'm there now. That's definitely what I got from that conversation. I feel like you guys were being as coy as she was. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes, I was. I, yes. Intentional. I was trying to build it up and then explain it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you did good. It was yeah. It was good. So they keep making out on this beach. The next time we see them, they are on the dinner portion of the date before Fantasy Suites. And they keep having this conversation. And Peter says, quote, I don't want, I don't want you to worry. And she is the most perfect woman. And I'm calling it right now. I think he's going to pick Hannah Ann mm-hmm. um, based off that conversation. Really? Really? The, yes. Okay. We can get to it later. Okay. But um, that's what I think. Okay. So then they go into the fantasy suite. It's all right. It's not like super fancy. They have dessert waiting for them. And Hannah Ann's very excited. As would I be. Um, about the dessert or about, yes. the, or about the dessert? Both. <laughs> also, they have a hot tub in the room, which I just think is really nice. I feel like there's always a hot tub in the room. But it's, like, in the middle of the room. I don't it know. It is kind of yeah. weird. It's, like, in this weird glass case. It's like, next to the bed. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're making out on the bed. Next thing you know, they... <laughs> they've been teasing this moment all season that Peter is, like, making out in a bathroom with someone... And now we know it's Hannah Ann. Mm-hmm. And all you can see is this frosted door, and there are two people next to it. 
and then a handprint, and it's very Titanic-esque. Yes. And I assume they're naked in there. I, I don't can't really believe know. they, like, actually the camera stuck around that long, because usually as soon as they get into the fantasy suite and they do, like, a tour, basically, the cameras leave. Uh, it was very awkward that the cameras were still in there that long. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, they had fantasy suite night. They had the sex. Yeah, that was them. <laughs> they had the sex. Um, anyway, the next time we see all three women together, Ma- Hannah Ann comes back in her post-coital glow. <laughs> um, it's all very awkward for the other two. Oh my god, she says, like, Madison sees her, and she's like, oh my god, you're so tan. Oh, you look so skinny. Like, you know how girls do, like, when they, like, have nothing to talk about, it's super awkward, but also they still equate, like, small talk as, like, just giving each other really shallow, vapid compliments. Like, that's yeah. exactly what was happening. So, do we, so, does everyone get the opportunity to have fantasy suite, or is they, do they just pick one person? Yes. Okay. Everyone gets the fantasy so suite. Oh, they get the option. Left. Everyone yeah. that's left. Yes. So each woman is each woman is going to have their one-on-one date. Mm-hmm. Um, also, before we move on, the funniest thing I thought. Um, so as this whole fantasy suite thing is going down with Hannah, Ann, and Peter, they go back to the other two women, and Madison and Victoria are just sitting there trying not to like hate each other, but they were like. Wonder what's happening, and Madison's like, they're probably getting ready for dinner, or and Victoria F is like, or they're getting ready for bed, <laughs> uh, and then they go into this whole, they start building up the whole Maddie. Oh my gosh, this is the worst thing ever. I'm having a horrible time with this. I, did she never watch this show before she agreed to be on it? It's very confusing. So I have a theory that, so what happens a lot in The Bachelor is that you'll apply and they won't call you for a while or like they'll like, you'll be in the system and you don't know really when you're going to get called. Like Peter uh, had applied um, not for Hannah's season, but at some other season before. So I think that Maddie had applied actually to be on Colton's season. And so Colton was the virgin that was his thing like in the show like he was this football quote-unquote star and he was uh he was the virgin on the show and the show kept on bringing it up constantly 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 so i think that maddie had actually applied to be on colton's season but she got called up for peter's so that's how my theory works and like how she ended up here and like why she's like suddenly in this weird situation. Interesting. That actually makes a lot Would of sense. Would she have known though that they're gonna have this virgin esque guy on that season? Like So you kind of get hints of like depending on how like when they choose and what's happening of like so what happened with Colton was he was on The Bachelorette and he didn't get chosen, then he was on Paradise. And he, like, which is, like, the side show that happens in the middle of all this stuff. And he had a relationship. And it was very obvious that pa- that Colton was being gassed up to be The Bachelor in the next season. So you could have seen that coming. But with Peter, they didn't... It was a kind of a mystery until they announced him. And what happens is when... As soon as they announce The Bachelor, they really start filming, like, within the day, couple of days after that. So there's really, like, all the girls are already chosen by the time that the public knows who The Bachelor is. Okay. Interesting. Mm. But now, now that you say that, I could totally see that. Well, 
sucks for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, but yeah, the so the Bachelor actually has like a really interesting uh, uh, history of like purity culture and using it for entertainment. Like like I said with Colton, that was a huge theme of his season. And you have Ashley I, who was also a virgin. Um, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she was saving herself, but also, like, couldn't, like, find the right person. She ended up, um, sleeping with someone, for, I think, from Bachelor Winter Games, and then she ended up with Jared after. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It was Kevin from Bachelor Winter Games, that too. So, we go on to Victoria F's one-on-one fantasy suite date. Do you remember her? No. Give me, give me, give me the five words. Chase Rice. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, let me, let me finish. <laughs> okay, okay. Chase Rice. Home wrecker, crier. Yeah, that's five words. Yes. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I'm, I remember her. Yes. Okay, so they go. Do you remember what they did? I don't remember what they did. Um. They, oh, they did the helicopter ride. Yes. Yes. They rode a helicopter. They make out in the helicopter. They get to this jungle. Oh, and Peter asks, "Do you prefer helicopters or planes?" Yeah, that was weird. Because Peter is an aviation dork. I think like, that's the only thing he really cares about and that he really gets excited about. Like, he loves planes so much. Because, like, Pilot I, Pete. I would not want to be in a helicopter. They freak me out. Um, so, yeah, they hike through the jungle. They start making out. And Peter keeps saying, like, every time we have an issue, she walks away. And everything is so good, except the communication. <laughs> Which is, like, a huge part of a relationship, so you can't just say, accept the communication. So there's a point where they're they're in the jungle, and they're just having a great time, and they're like, this is so great, and Victoria F's like, yeah, we haven't even fought yet. (laughs) Because that's your standard for having a good time. Yeah, it was rough. Then they make out, um, and there's a bunch of ITMs with both of them about how... He loves her so much, and he loves her, and he loves their time together, but the communication isn't there. And she's just like, I know I'm difficult, and I'm trying, and I'm a whiny bitch, but whatever. They go next to the dinner portion of the date. And this is where Victoria tries to explain how she is, but I still don't feel she does a good job. Mm-hmm. And she basically tells him that because of past relationships, she doesn't know how to communicate well. And I think this has to do with her, like, being with married men. And I think she was trying to talk around that. And if you put it in the context of, like, she was talking about being with a married guy, a lot of it makes more sense what she was trying to say. Like, she couldn't openly communicate what she wanted out of the relationship. She couldn't make demands. And that seems like she was talking about being with a married guy. Interesting. That actually makes a lot of sense. I did not pick up on that, but that does make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And he was just like, you got to tell me what you want. Like, you need to explain this to me. And she's just like... I just don't know what you want. And he's very much trying to tell her step by step what needs to happen. And she's like, I just don't know what you want. And she does that whole doe-eyed, sad, crying. She doesn't really cry, but she gets mopey. And it's kind of a bummer until they get to the fantasy suite where they're like, well, we're just going to make out and not talk anymore. (laughs) Because that's how you solve all your problems. So at this point, they go back to the women in the suite, and this is when Maddie tells Hannah Ann that she is saving herself for marriage and that this week is really hard for her because 
she doesn't know if she can move forward if he sleeps with other women. And Maddie's just sitting there like, silence. You mean Hannah Ann? Or yes, Hannah Ann. I'm sorry. Hey, I got it. Hey. <laughs> um, I think yeah. Hannah Ann is really, really put off by this, by Maddie saying this, because yeah. essentially uh, Maddie told her boyfriend not to sleep with Hannah Ann. <laughs> and Hannah Ann's like, wait, you tried... Because what Maddie said affects Hannah Ann's relationship with Peter, too. And obviously Hannah knows how that went, obviously, already. But still, it's not like an endearing thing to hear from someone who you think of as a friend. Which, weirdly, I think these two, like, actually are connecting on a friendship level, too. Which you see a lot with a woman in the house. um, But not as much this season, for whatever reason, because of all the drama. Yeah. So... They go into that. Hannah Ann's not thrilled with what Maddie says. Um, and honestly, if I was in her shoes, I wouldn't be either. I kind of think it's messed up. It's a little up. manipulative. It is. Um, if that is your standard in the real world, I totally get that. If that's something you want to do, I get that. But this is The Bachelor. And you can't expect somebody to hold out for you if they're still so conflicted. Yeah, they got a whole bunch of other options. Yeah. And, um, like, so what happens a lot of times during Fantasy Suites, so, like, uh, like different leads have talked about this before, where they will intentionally, like, not sleep with the people that they know that they're not going to choose. Sometimes by this point in the season, they know who they're picking, and they won't sleep with the other people so that they don't have those problems going into their engagement with the person that they pick. So... I think that Maddie was hoping that that's what Peter would do, but obviously he's not, and he's doesn't, he doesn't seem to know who he's going to pick either at this point. So that was kind of like an unfair thing to ask him for. Yeah. So it's the next morning. Peter and Victoria say goodbye. Wait, so did, did, did they do it? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So We're pretty sure. So Victoria comes back from her date in her also post-coital glow, and they ask her how the date went. And she says, very blank stare. It was productive. And I think it was that point Madison gets up and walks away to either get ready for her date or to go cry or to freak out by herself. We don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter says in an ITM that he is in love with all three women at this point. Oh, geez. So... I think he says that he's falling in love with Victoria and uh, Hannah Ann and that he's uh, in love with Madison, right? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's where we leave them. Then it's Madison's turn. She's last. Of course she is. They go climb a building. Um, Wait, what what does that mean? Okay, so what the Bachelor producers like to do when there's someone who, like, won't make an emotional move, won't, like, take the next step in a relationship, they like to put the couples in what they call the adrenaline dates, where they're in a... And they do, like, something like bungee jumping or skydiving, something extreme to get those endorphins up and get the adrenaline pumping, because... There have been scientific studies about this where if you are in a high-pressure and adrenaline-building situation with someone, you're, you will bond closer to them. Your emotions, like, your emotional connection with them will increase. So the 
that's what they basically do with them. So there's this experience in Australia, basically, where you, like, it's all very safe and put together, but you, like, go into, like, a little flight suit, and you get a harness on, and there's stairs on the outside of this building where they clip you into this railing, and you climb the stairs off of this, like, who knows how many stories high building, and you're, like, on the outside of the building, the wind's whipping in your hair and everything. You're, like, 100 stories up, and you're, like, having this adrenaline uh, connection, basically. And so that you hear in the ITM, like, Maddie's, like, oh, my gosh, I love him. <laughs> yeah. So they go up to this building. It's, like, a 700-story building. They ride the elevator as far as it can go, and then they, like, climb on the outside to the top it looks insane they get there and they start making out <laughs> of course they do yeah so that's where we leave them at the commercial break and then they go to dinner and when they go to dinner they fla flash to the women in the suite and hannah ann basically tells victoria what maddie told her the night before and here comes Victoria on her high horse that she shouldn't be on about how awful and manipulative that is. Mm-hmm. Um, Pot and kettle. Yes, exactly. Um, then they go back to Peter and Madison, and finally Madison tells Peter she is saving herself for marriage and, quote, I would be I wouldn't be able to accept an engagement if you have been intimate with someone else. So she gone. <laughs> so Peter basically was like, I respect the hell out of you. I don't take that approach or something like that. Yeah, so it's like very obvious that like Maddie and Peter, their faiths don't align. Their level of commitment to like, their religion does not align. And, like, sometimes even if you have, like, a good, like, connection with someone, there's just things about the way that you live your life that won't mesh and you're not meant for each other. And these two just don't seem to accept that. Yeah. It was, it was intense to watch. Mm -hmm. And they're doing a bunch of ITMs with Madison. Now she's calling it a black and white issue where I feel like she was not forward enough in the hangar at the beginning of this episode and that's what irks me about this yeah like if, if that is something that is so important to you you just need to say it you yeah. can't you can't go back and forth you can't be coy about yeah. it as we said which is why did she do this because she likes peter so much and she wanted to get so far or was this because she just wanted to be on the show longer yeah so basically they have a discussion. He doesn't give her details, but he tells her he has been intimate with other women. Well, he doesn't say, like, how many women. He, like, and it's a very, like, it's a tough thing to ask someone because you're asking them to reveal stuff about other, their relationships with this other woman, this and other not woman, just too. With other, with, like, not just asking someone to reveal what their relationship status has been, but with people that they know. They both mutually know every single person that they're going to be talking about. Yeah. Exactly. And he tries, like, not to be disrespectful to these other women. You can tell it's, like, a very, like, weird thing for him to say. Like, so he just says, we've been intimate. I've been intimate. And he doesn't say with how many of the other girls that he has been, or he doesn't, and he doesn't say, like, to what extent or anything. He just says it, like, in the, like, to answer her question, 
but not give any details. Yeah. I mean, that sounds perfect for this show. <laughs> yeah. So Maddie walks away. She's crying. Peter goes after her. He holds her, and he's asking her to stay. And she walks off and leaves. I mean, at least, like, damn, talking about, like, standing by your beliefs, I feel like there was probably a lot of pressure for her to try and stay, you know, but the fact that she still held up to those beliefs and walked off, like, well, I may not agree with anything she's saying on a personal level, I gotta respect that. Yeah. So the next time we see everybody, they're at the rose ceremony, and Victoria F. are... And Victoria F. and Hannah Ann are standing there waiting for Madison. They don't know what's going on. And then Madison finally gets there. So Peter gives his first rose to Hannah Ann. She accepts. And then gives it to Madison. What? He kept her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Does she accept it? Yes. Oh my god. I can't after all of that. Yes. Again, that's why I think they're all in on it. I think the people that really make it far in the show are super in on it and they're there to do what the producers want them to do. Like, that just supports my theory, unfounded, that it's all fake. (laughs) (laughs) And it's all, they're essentially actors working with the producers. See, every time... And this is most reality shows. Every time someone says they're acting, there are certain scenes where I feel like you really have to, like, you either you're a great actor and you just weren't discovered by Hollywood or they edit it in a way. Because, like, just some of the emotions that they have in it are just uh-huh. really rough. I think a lot of the girls who get eliminated quickly are in on it. Like, mm-hmm. There are definitely some of them who are there for their modeling and their Instagram followers. But, like, at this point... At this point, you're putting yourself through a lot of emotional turmoil. And you have to think, is this worth it? And I think, like... I I think... Well, okay. So, I'll revise it to say, I think he's in on it. I think he's very much, like, the producers are like, okay, we definitely... You have to keep her. And he's going, okay, fine, cool. I think... So, there has been talk about this. Basically... What I think happens is he picks a certain group of people who he likes at a certain point, and I think this is down to it. I think what this is is a girl who wants something from a guy, and he doesn't give it to her, and because she wants to be with him so badly, she is going to retract what she says and do the opposite. Like, how many girls do you know, like, this is it, I'm not talking to him anymore, he didn't do this, it's over. And the minute he comes back... They're like, oh, never mind. I guess. I just... I think she's compromising herself and her morals and stuff. And I I think that's going to play into the finale a lot from what we've seen in the previews. And I think we're going to see the repercussions of her actually getting this rose and making it to the finale. Yeah. I just... But also, the, the other reason why I think that supports why... Whether or not it's all fake or just him, I think that 
that's that's shitty to ask someone to compromise because that's what essentially by giving her that rose he's asking her to do like at this point she's revealed to him hey i'm not okay with this this is going against my core values to the point that she even left him during the fantasy suite you know then that's like if he really cared about her he wouldn't ask her to compromise her, her values and that's what he's doing by giving her that rose is he's not giving her the out like he's continuing to try and force her into something that she's already stated she's not okay with yes however if it was anyone besides victoria f i would probably be upset by it however because i do not like victoria <laughs> f so much i'm just happy she is going home yeah like absolutely like i'm kind of i mean it kind of confirms what I've always thought about his relationship with Victoria, where it's completely physical. And once he got that out of his system, he's like, see ya. And what I, so let's say if in his head at this point, he knows he wants to be with Maddie, but he has to play this out. And you know she is saving herself for marriage. And if this is the woman you want to marry, maybe take this opportunity to bang it out a couple more times before you can't bang it out anymore. <laughs> With anyone else. You know, oh it's shitty. God. It's shitty. But this is a reality show where people are supposed but, to be shitty. And that's why, like, it just, I, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So, to wrap this up, Ari, give me your predictions on what's going to happen in the finals. Okay. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think he's going to be very conflicted up until the very end. I think Maddie's going to leave. And he's going to choose Maddie, and he's and the season is going to end with like Maddie running away and him breaking up with Hannah Ann, and that's why you see this pre in the preview. His mom is like, Peter, bring her home to us, bring her home, <laughs> and she, it's like it's so dramatic, and it could be something that's completely out of context, but I have this feeling because like the. The way that, like, the spoilers have not come out for this season, and we don't know who's really, like, going to be picked and in the end, I have a feeling that it's Maddie. And because he seems so intent on becoming this faith leader of the family that Maddie wants him to be, that obviously he's not, but he's going to try to do this anyway because he keeps on saying, like, the process. Trust the process like he's in a freaking MLM. And he's, <laughs> and he's like, he keeps on telling the girls this entire time, trust the process. The process will get us to the end and I will find my wife. And so he's brainwashed, just, he's essentially brainwashed himself that like if he doesn't trust the process, then the whole thing is broken. So he has to choose Maddie and he has to feel like this is his wife. And that's and, why he's in on it. Um... Okay. <laughs> like, literally, I, like, he keeps on saying to the girls, well he's like, happen. trust the process, sell the things, <laughs> mm -hmm. and it will come back to you. Like, yeah. that's, it's so MLM culture that it's insane. Yeah, he definitely gives me cult leader vibes every time he talks about the process. Yes. I don't like it. It's like the process TM. Okay. All right, Ashley, what do you think? Who's gonna, who's gonna, gonna win? Gonna, I don't... Okay, this I, yeah, is what win? I think. I'm going to go the total opposite. Really? Yes. Okay. I think Barb's crying that we've been seeing all season uh -huh. has been taken out of context. Right. Um, 
just so you know, Megan, the next episode, he they go back to meet No, the they, they bring the families to Australia. Yes. Okay. Um, Madison, as I explained to you last time, has already met the family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's going to happen is after Madison's date, Peter, she's, Peter's mom is going to do her crying thing. And then they're going to go into Hannah Ann's date, and they're going to meet, whatever. I think what's going to happen is that he's going to choose Hannah Ann. Really? Yes. So this is what I think happens. I think at the final two, Madison comes first, and he's going to say, I can't do this. Really? Yes. Okay. Because I truly, even though he respects her, I don't think he can hold out to bang that <laughs> I truly don't. Um, just from what we know about him, I, I don't think that. And also, I don't think he's as keen on being the faith leader Madison wants in their family as you think he is. Right. But that's just what I've seen. I think he's convinced himself that he's really keen on it. See, I, I don't see that. I think he's not. And I think between those two things... Um, He's going to say no to her. Mm-hmm. He's going to pick Hannah Ann. And then we find something out about Hannah Ann. And that's when Chris Harrison comes to him before he pick, before she's supposed to come uh-huh. out and say, we just found this out now. And there's some, like, shady stuff. I mean, what do you Hannah think it Ann. is? I feel like if it's something shady with Hannah Ann, we would have known it by now. I don't know. But I think, I, I don't know. Or whatever's happening with we just found out about this now, is also taken out of context. Really? I think sure it's that Maddie ran away. Context. Yeah. Well, I think he's going to pick a Hannah Ann. Whether or not he is with her right now, who knows? We will find out we'll soon. We will find out soon. Yes. All right, that concludes this episode. Once again, thank you, Ari, for joining us. Thanks, Ari. We appreciate your input and your expertise on Bachelor Nation. I love being here. Thank you. Hey guys, and so you know, we're actually based in Austin, Texas. I don't know if you know this, but coming up real quick is South by Southwest. Um, So we're going to be here in Austin that entire time. If you are here and you'd love to talk to us, you'd love to participate, you just want to kind of touch base and see what's going on, we would love to hear from you. Um, So please slide into our DMs. Let us know if you're here. Um, And yeah, have a great time. South by Southwest 2020. Once again, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at For Reality Though, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. And please subscribe and give us a five-star review, and we will give you a shout-out on our next podcast. Thanks for listening.